on Fireside. Hello, hello. Once again, here we are. It is Go Team Sidelines. It is uh, Tuesday night, and we are recording live on Fireside. I'm Josh Albrecht, and with me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Kelly Albrecht. Kelly, give all the people a fine hello. Hello! Spooky, spooky! <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to go into some sort of, like, spookum scarum song or something like that for Halloween. I... I was about to. I also want to just bring up real quick that our youngest son, who's a perfect angel and is nine years old, will often describe things not as spooky, but as spoopy, spoopy with a B, spoopy. I encourage everyone listening to start using spoopy in their everyday (laughs) use because it just really adds a little spicy something, I think, to a conversation. Yeah, certainly. I I 100% agree when you... Just change a word slightly. It adds a little bit of mystique to it. It it really pulls in your listeners. Spoopy. Spoopy. So tonight uh, we are uh, typically, for those first-time joiners, those listening maybe first time later on, uh, we typically are talking sports, all things sports culture, and uh, running the gamut of, of topics. And, of course, this is our Halloween Special as we lead into the holiday weekend coming up, Halloween on a Sunday, which is always exciting when Halloween's on a weekend, uh, and we're getting we're getting in that spooky spirit that or that spoopy spirit, if you will, oh, and spoopy. and uh, getting ready for uh, all of our Halloween festivities. And uh, one of the things we thought would be perfect to talk about, since we talk about team, you know, sports team names and uh, and where where team names come from and mascots and all the fun stuff with sports. We're going to talk tonight about some of our, our favorites that are Halloween or spooky, scary related mascots and team names. And I'm, we're going to start right away with your, Kelly, your, we're down this back to season one, episode one of Go Team. Yeah, it was really the team that kind of started the whole podcast because I asked you about it and you knew the story and... I was like, man, that's a good story. I bet there's teams out there that have really good stories behind their names. And it's the one that kind of started it all. Yeah. And that so is the Chillicothe Gray Ghosts. The Gray Ghosts. They have a great mascot because it, it, it's a gray ghost. I mean, that's, it looks like, you know, your typical sort of um, ghost with a sheet. But this is a gray sheet. <laughs> and... It's a little spooky, I guess, but the, the story behind their team name, while there are two stories, the one I prefer is that long, long ago, back in the olden days, I think it was like <laughs> the 50s, the team, their fo- high school football team, Chilcothy, is a small um, town in central Illinois, right on the Illinois River. Um, I, I don't know what else they're kind of known for. I'm going to guess just the Grey Ghosts. Um, but their football team was playing a game, and it was a foggy, spooky night. Spooky, spooky Halloween. And the players, who were in white uniforms, came out of the fog from their locker room across the field and looked like spooky, spooky ghosts. But the true story probably is that their uniforms got really dirty, and then 
they couldn't clean them properly. They didn't bleach them or something. I don't know. And they just had like a tinge to them. And their white <laughs> uniforms looked gray. But I prefer the fog story because it's a little scarier and spookier. And they've been the gray ghosts ever since. Um, it's a good mascot. It's a good logo. Uh, if you do want to check that story out, it's um, where, it's wherever you like to podcast, wherever you like to download and stream your podcast. It would be our very first episode, The Chillicothe yep, Gray okay. Ghosts. And for those listening live, I did post in the chat uh, nothing scarier than the gray ghosts, other than the gigantic URL I just posted. So, <laughs> is it a, like, is oh, it a post of their mascot? Of their mascot, so you can click the gigantic scary URL that just uh, frightened me when I posted it. But you can click on it; it's a great mascot, very menacing. It is the Illinois Valley High School uh, gray ghost, technically out of Chillicothe, Illinois, and uh, a great mascot. And in fact, during uh, during uh, homecoming, and I think actually all year long, there is a Grey Ghost statue even in the town. So there you can is. go and, yep. and pay homage to the statue, uh, the ghost statue. So it's it's just a great, it actually kind of reminds me of like a Scooby-Doo ghost. It's a little Scooby-Doo-ish, I would say. Um, one of a, a local uh, cheesecake company that makes the best cheesecake you'll ever have, Triple Dipples. So everybody who's listening, Google or look up Triple Dipple Cheesecake. They make, um, the, the owner is a love, they're a lovely family who, owned it, who owns Triple Dipples, and they actually make a gray ghost um, cheesecake. They make it with, we asked him, um, they make it with Oreos, so they like grind it up into the cheesecake batter, and so it looks gray, and it's so delicious. So shout out Triple Dipples, we love you. Yeah, so it's a, it's one of my it's one of my all time favorite mascots. The one that kick started the whole Go Team era and uh, really got a, everything flowing for us. Another scary mascot's very uh, frightening, very um, uh, you know concerning when you see it for the first time. Is okay, another concerning. one concerning? Yes, because you'll hear me out here. Okay, it's another one that you've profiled uh, uh, for us on Go Team. It is. The Cupies. Oh, yes. They are from a small town in Missouri, Columbia, I believe, Missouri, and they are the Cupie Dolls. They're, they're the, um, their team name is the Cupies, and it's exactly what you think it is. If you don't know what a Cupie Doll is, they were very popular um, in the early 1900s. Uh, they were, they're kind of like little cheruby looking baby doll things they're frightening they're they're, frightening they're frightening but (laughs) that's not why they were made originally the original creator of the cupid doll was a really awesome woman um she was an artist obviously and she was a feminist and her whole kind of idea behind the cupid doll was um they were in the comics and that they would be this genderless kind of sweet loving little creature that spread peace and joy and happiness all over the world. But the most important thing was that they don't have a gender because uh, she was a, like I said, a feminist. And the lore goes at this high school that has the Cupie dolls as their mascot, uh, a secretary at the high school, I believe, put a Cupie doll in the center court of, a basket, of, of the gym during a basketball game, and it didn't get knocked over or something. See? Creepy, right? Yeah. Supernatural. <laughs> so they stuck with the Cupid dolls. That was their name. They're named the Cupids to this day. They have a person who goes at all their games and dresses up 
now the mascot costume for that team is real creepy um because it's a cupid doll with like a jersey on but that (laughs) one it's not creepy in the name but just creepy in the look i guess yeah, Which, I mean, I mean, I am being a little, uh, you know, maybe uh, over overselling the creepiness, but I don't know something about little genderless doll. It's kind of got kind of I don't know. It could be. It seems well, like it could come alive. It's got those big doll eyes too, right? That watch you no matter where you are in the room. We've all seen those. My mom used to have a cupid doll, a real one, um, and she got rid of it or something. I don't know. But I remember looking at it in her. You know how you know moms that have the curio cabinet of delights. Everybody's oh, yeah. got a mom like that, or knows a mom like that. That's that was my mom, um, and it still is my mom. Shout out, mom, we love you. Uh, <laughs> she has a curio cabinet with like little tchotchkes in it, and one was a cupid doll. And I remember like looking at it in high school and being like, "Man, that thing's creepy." Because like its arms were kind of out of the socket too. Super creepy, but. That wasn't their intention. They were meant to be really lovely, um, you know, sort of symbols of joy and things like that. Right. That just might happen to, like, eat your face in your That sleep. might watch you while you sleep, yes. That's exactly <laughs> what they will do. But the high school in Missouri has had great success with that. So, you know. True story, yeah. But you have also had a creepy, spoopy tale of a team that you covered and that is the Baltimore Ravens yes very much so so the Baltimore Ravens so apt for Halloween so apt the Ravens uh for those of you who have not heard our our great commentary on the Baltimore Ravens or haven't done the history uh being from Baltimore uh, the connection to Edgar Allan Poe and uh, and the Raven poem that he wrote, which is not, I mean, on the surface, I mean, it's, um, all of Edgar Allan Poe's writings, uh, for the most part, lend themselves to sort of that um, supernatural, ethereal um, creepiness sometimes, but that sort of just very popular with the junior high and teenage set of readers. <laughs> it's um, very emo. It's yeah. very emo. Really gets you excited as a as a teenager. Really expands the the imagination. And uh, just like everybody had a mom or knows a mom who had a curio cabinet of tchotchkes, everybody knew someone in high school whose favorite movie was The Crow, and then thought Edgar Allan Poe hung the moon and stars. <laughs> That's right. So everybody knows that person. Yeah. So you know, uh, obviously, The Raven is one of the most popular poems that he wrote, and. Even the Simpsons uh, cartoon, Simpsons, uh, featured it in uh, a rendition of uh, The Raven in uh, Treehouse of Horrors. Uh, it's a classic episode. A Our, classic that, episode. That's a good one. So when the Baltimore Ravens decided to name their new team, when the Browns, Cleveland Browns, moved to Baltimore, the Browns' name stayed in Cleveland, and they had to rename the new team uh, in Baltimore. The Colts were already taken because it used to be the Baltimore Colts. They moved to Indianapolis. They couldn't use the Colts anymore, so brand new. And they decided on the Ravens because of the nod to Edgar Allan Poe. Now, Edgar Allan Poe, not only was it a creepy story, but there's a lot of weird stories around Edgar Allan Poe. And uh, he actually ends up, uh, you know, being missing for days after arriving in Baltimore turns up dead. Um, it's a really bizarro story. Um, he actually never really even lived in Baltimore. 
uh, his only connection is that's where he died. Yeah, um, that's. I always thought that was so. I always thought he lived in Baltimore. I know you'd think that he like was born and raised there or something, but no, he just basically that's. He un- just got worth. drunk and died there. Just well, we don't know if he just got drunk. That's the thing. Ooh, spooky! Right? Who knows? He just disappears, reemerges in the gutter, dead, craziness. Um, no one knows exactly what killed him. And then for years, then someone comes, a mysterious creature comes, not creature, a person or spirit comes and puts flowers on his grave every year. It's a whole thing. Um, and uh, just general spookiness around Edgar Allan Poe. So I love the fact that the Baltimore Ravens are named after a poem, which I love. Yeah. And uh, But also holding on to that poem so strongly, even though Edgar Allan Poe wasn't even from Baltimore. Yeah, that was it was a good um, story because you really weaved the tale of of Edgar Allan Poe's last days as far as you could piece together what you like to think had happened <laughs> to Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, it's a good one, and they have the yeah. little raven on their helmet, which I love, and they're purple and dark and very. I would say the Ravens are the most Halloween team. Oh, they are definitely the most Halloween team. Yeah, I yeah, I, I feel like they should lean into it even more. Maybe maybe they will this weekend, uh, but um, yeah, it's it's just great. It's a great connection, uh, and uh, I for me, it might be the most Halloween team name. I can I think the Ravens are the most Halloween team name. That it's pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty Halloweeny thing. Uh, so, yeah, I feel comfortable giving them that crowd. Minus the gray ghosts, which are also kind of Halloween-y. Yes. And they have a ghost. And as much as I told you when we were talking about this episode, I was like, there's got to be a team named the Murderers or something. Um, I have not found it yet. <laughs> you didn't look. But I feel like there is one named Murderers or something. Or, you can't just feel it. Did you not do research? What are you doing? I mean a little bit. I've had a... I've had a busy week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> it's been a long week. Um, you know, the other thing that's scary in sports, besides names, is mascots. Oh, definitely. I think in general, mascots always look scary because they've got the weirdly... Like, if it's one that you put completely on, they've got the weirdly proportioned heads to their bodies, and then the eyes that are super scary and the scariest mascot that I've ever seen. And I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but it is the, the King cake baby. Oh, Um, the baby cakes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, From New Orleans. Oh my God. Is it like, it's like a horror movie come to life. (laughs) It is so scary. The baby's teeth are like, kind of messed up and crookedy and like it's because it's got baby teeth right so it's missing teeth but I think I think this baby also is for the pelicans too like sometimes they use the king baby for the pelicans oh really um yes oh I didn't know that yes that's where I saw it was for the pelicans and it's like this weird chubby baby with a giant head it's got the weird swirl of of hair on it and then it wears the the baby crown the king crown it's just real kind of scary and um 
I don't know why they would. I get it because king cakes are a thing, but um, I'm going to put up a picture of it in the chat because it's so scary. Yeah, it's like the baby is like part of the cake. It's some sort of weird hybrid. It's almost as if the baby is being birthed from the cake itself. Um, there's, there's, it's scary, but it also has like an adult look to it. So it's like a baby that looks kind of like it's a man child. It's weird. Okay. I mean, everybody can judge, but don't look if you don't want nightmares. Because <laughs> it's, it's creepy. Um, and you're posting the mascot, not the, not the cartoon like logo. You're posting the actual photo of the mascot, correct? Yes, I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things is uh, I was uh, I just pulled up to, as well to try to get a photo of it, and the headline that came up is "Minor League Monday: New Orleans New Orleans Nightmare Fuel." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. that is it's a hundred percent what it is. Um, and I get it; it's New Orleans. New Orleans, in and of itself, is a pretty spooky town. If anybody's ever been there, um, it's very spooky. Just walking around any time at night, I think, in New Orleans is kind of scary and spooky. But this baby, woof. Takes the cake. It does. It's like the eyes on it are just going <laughs> to steal your soul. The eyes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's, it's evil. It's pure evil. Um, another mascot that always creeps me out. Uh, and this might be an unpopular opinion because also I've seen videos where I'm like, oh, that's so funny. And I think I've made you watch a couple of them. But then I've seen videos where people have like service dogs that they're trying to train and socialize and they take them to certain events and the do service dogs see this mascot and freak out. And that mascot is Gritty from the oh, Philadelphia Flyers. Gritty's harmless. No, the face, it's like a devil face. <laughs> it's just like a giant Muppet. It's, Josh, this is not a giant Muppet. The eyes are the size of dinner plates. Then there's no nose and just a gaping black hole for a mouth that's covered in orange fur. It's, an, it's a Muppet from Nightmare on Elm Street is what it's from. It's terrifying. And I get it, it's funny, and he does funny things, and like, moves his belly or stuff, but whatever, it creeps me out. You, uh, you readily admit that most uh, people in costume creep you out. Who is not creeped out by that? <laughs> like, that's, I, I, when, I don't want to see the characters at Disney World unless they're actual people. I don't want to see the Mickey Mouse thing. It's weird and creepy, and I don't need to see it. But Gritty is of a, its own self, and I think he deserves a spot on the creepiness on the, mascot the, list. Uh, on the scale of one to five uh, Gritties, five being the scariest, where would you put Gritty? I would give him a four for sure. He's not even five out of five Gritties? The, the King Baby is, is, a, is a five out of five everything in my nightmares. Oh, that's hilarious. So scary. Yeah, I love that. Another one that I think is real scary, just because it seems like it is out of, 
like a Guillermo del Toro movie is Slugger, the Kansas City Royals mascot. Now this frightening concoction is a lion, right? Okay, so a lion. Fine. That's not that scary, right? Lions, they're fine. It's fine. But the lion's head then turns into a crown. It's not a lion wearing a crown. The crown is fused with his skull. (laughs) (laughs) And his the top of his head is just a crown now. There's no lion skull anymore. It's just crown. So what is the crown? His bones? Is is that what the crown is? Has the crown melted into his skull and the top part's still metal? There's so many unanswered questions here. And it's frightening. I, I don't know wh- why they did this, wh- what this choice was about. Like, just make him wearing a skull or wearing a crown. I don't get it. Why is his skull got to be a crown? That is bizarre. It's so bizarre. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. And why, since it's the Royals, is it a lion and not just like somebody dressed up like a king? Was that you? That was me. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I don't either. It's it's ghosts. Oh, my God. I'm starting to get freaked out. (laughs) Maybe uh, maybe Gritty was possessing my phone there. I'm not sure. It was probably this crown skull <laughs> lion from the royals. It has telekinesis. That's what the crown skull is. It's a telekinesis But no, skull. then here's the worst part. The top of the crown is just open. So, like, then is his brain exposed? Is that just his brain? You've There's thought no about this top. way too long. This, is, uh, this has consumed you. So his brain could just fall out of his skull at any moment <laughs> at a professional baseball game. This is not safe for children. Not safe at all. This is not it's, good. It's so scary. Now, I feel like, isn't there a Lake Monsters team? Oh, there is a Lake Monsters. The, um, they are in Cleveland. They are a minor league hockey team. Yeah, we've talked about them. Yep. Um, they are the Cleveland Lake Monsters minor league hockey team. And that is based off of the myth of the Cleveland Lake Monster, Bessie, I think is her name. Man, I can't remember. We did this episode also so long ago. Um, but supposedly, just like when you get any big, large body of water, uh, people always tend to see monsters there. And they tend to see gigantic fish, which I'm not saying there's not gigantic fish because there are fish are disgusting. Um, And with the Lake Erie monster, the myth was that because of like the Cuyahoga River pollution and just the general pollution of Cleveland had gotten into the lake and mutated fish. And there was this gigantic fish monster. And so the legend goes... Uh, you know, swimming around in the waters of Lake Erie. There was actually a prize offered up to anybody who could catch it. And the prize still stands to this day. A local business in Cleveland offered a prize to catch it. Um, but the local hockey team, the minor league hockey team, is called the Lake Monsters. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, just a good legend, too. Sometimes when team names are based on legends like that, I, I think that's... Uh, just a fun nod to local culture and 
um, history for people other than when they're a lion with a crown fused to its skull. <laughs> you never know, you never know what might arrive. One, another team name that is kind of scary, uh, just cause it's weird is the, uh, more of the mascot is, was we, I profiled the Montgomery biscuits, mm-hmm. uh, and the, uh, their mascot is a biscuit, uh, the food. And while it is adorable that they throw biscuits into the stands and people get to eat biscuits at the stadium, the the actual mascot is like a, a biscuit with a mouth and eyes. Terrifying. So a biscuit that you normally eat. It's going to eat you. It's going to eat you. Yeah, see, you knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> That's where I'm always going. <laughs> when your food might eat you, it gets scary, right? That's terrifying. Yeah, super terrifying. Yeah, so uh, I, I would put I would put the Montgomery biscuits up there, uh, and then also um, you know we've we've obviously there's lots of pirates. We you know we, when we were we were talking about scary Halloweeny themed team names, lots of pirate names, pirates, raiders. We just recently profiled the buccaneers. Um, you know uh, that's that's a very popular Halloween costume. Yes, it is a very, very popular Halloween costume. So not necessarily scary, but apt, fitting. I would say another scary story that we've covered, um, not necessarily the name, is the Dodgers. Um, Anytime we can talk about the Dodgers. But (laughs) folks, let me tell you, this lady talks about the Dodgers more than anybody I know. That's not true. They just have a good team name. <laughs> but that name came from actual killings and maimings from trolleys in Brooklyn when the team was in Brooklyn, which is where it originated. And people were not used to the public transport uh, that started in Brooklyn of trolleys. And they would have to get out of the way really quick because they, you know, if you step in front of a horse in a carriage, that horse is going to stop. Right, because the horse sees you because it's a living creature, but a trolley doesn't care, it's gonna run you over. And that happened so many times in Brooklyn that they would have to dodge the trolleys, and that became the name of the team based on maimings and killings from public transport. That's pretty scary, yeah. I mean, honestly, it is kind of weird to think about it, yeah, right? I mean. Yeah, it's scary, and, you know, I don't know. It's kind of weird that they're still named the Dodgers then. No, that's a classic name. (laughs) I suppose. Super classic name. I dig it. All right, well, uh, those are the main ones we've we've profiled that I thought were the scariest, or at least most Halloween-related. I did not talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks, though. It's not really Halloweeny, but I do think that you know wild pigs are scary. And the ghost of um, what's his face? Yeah, the Desoto. Guy. Desoto, yeah. thank you. Scary, haunting Arkansas to this day. Probably and the Mississippi River. Scary. Super scary. But that—that's it. That's all. That's all I got for ones we've profiled. Am I, am I, am you, is there any others that you? We're harkening back on as uh, scary stories that we've shared. Um, the story about the Chicago Fire 
the major league soccer team, Chicago Fire. The Chicago Fire was scary. <laughs> it terrified people. Uh, <laughs> burned oh. down vast swaths of the city and killed lots of people. So that's pretty terrifying. Um, but that's not really like a ghost story uh, per se. But, I mean, I think that's it too. We'll probably have more in the future that are scarier. Like, I, as I was looking up kind of scary mascots for this, I came across the Purdue Boilermakers. And I was like, what the hell is going on there? And I thought, oh, I got to file that away for another episode. So there's more out there. There are definitely scarier names out there to come across. But we'll get to them. So are you are you foreshadowing here? Are you... Are we gonna are we gonna get a whole Purdue Boilermakers episode soon? I think it's coming this season for sure. It's coming down the tracks. It's coming down the tracks with a big, scary, giant-headed mascot that's gonna <laughs> eat your face <laughs> and boil it. I don't know what a boilermaker is, but we're gonna it's find a drink. out. It's a drink. <laughs> well, it is, but I don't think that's what Purdue means. It's Indiana. Uh, you know they don't yeah. do those things there. I feel like it has something to do with trains. I feel like it has something to do with stoves, so we'll see. Train stoves. Train stoves, yes. We'll see which one it is. Molten? Molten love. I don't know. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> is it about the fiery pits of hell? Oh, I didn't talk, we didn't talk about Sun Devils, Arizona State. Oh, yes. That's a good one because their mascot's an actual devil. Yeah. That's, they're playing with fire there. Like, oh, I see lit. what you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that seems risky to me. And the Duke Blue Devils? Also a devil. We should have done a whole thing about all the devil mascots out there. Yeah, I wonder why they would go with the devil. Well, see, that's why we have this podcast. If only there was a podcast that only could dive into the history. Sort of show that people did really good research and were really great storytellers who could tell me the spooky history behind why teams have chosen devils as their mascot. Oh, it would be so interesting. Yeah. And it's the New, the New Jersey Devils as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, hockey. Um, That's from the urban legend, though, I believe, of the Jersey Devil. I don't know. You can tell the story sometime. Maybe I will. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I wonder, like, do, do people get offended by devil mascots? My dad would, for sure. Yeah, right? And my sister-in-law would. She, My sister-in-law hates Halloween because she thinks it's a devil holiday. Um, she's not, like, super weird and religiously conservative like that, but for some reason, Halloween is always, like, just, she's never liked it, and she's never thought it was okay and I she never would you know there's no dressing up like a devil on Halloween for some reason it just is a thing about her she would not appreciate it and I think she would get offended and you my dad is insane so I mean remember I had the whole story about how he would didn't like it when I watched professional wrestling and the undertaker came out well the undertaker is pretty spooky so spooky I mean he's probably the most Halloweeny athlete that there is. Oh, yes, definitely. And he was ranked as one of our top all-time wrestlers in our wrestling show. Yeah, he was, because he's amazing. Not according to my dad, though. It's devil shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe his exact words were. 
Turn that yeah. devil shit off. Get that. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Kelly. What I were you know. thinking? You were 12 years old. I know. That's horrible. Yeah, I wonder, though, I'm honest, though, like, besides your sister-in-law, I wonder if people do get offended by devil mascots. I'm sure there are some. If people get offended by two men expressing their love for one another and wanting to be in a relationship, then they're going to get offended by a devil mascot because the gamut of what offends people like that just, you know... It just is a broad, broad picture. And anything that they could use to get offended by, they're going to. But some people also feel like you don't mess with the devil stuff, you know? I don't know. I don't feel that way, but to each their own. Yeah, I guess. It's, this is, this, this is, I'm gonna, I might go down a slippery slope of do people get offended by devil mascots. You know, if we had our shit together a little more, all for the month of October, we just would have done devil mascots (laughs) and how they why how they got that name and where it comes from that's what we should have done well there's always next year yeah we'll have to save it all for next year yeah i am going to be honest with you i did type in devil mascots really quick and get into google because it's what i'm what i want to do and there is a story on abc news from 2006 and the title of that story is can school mascot Lead to devil worship? Question mark. Ooh. Well, I don't think that that seems like a stretch to me, but. Well, I'm just saying there is a story. ABC News from 2006. People worried that the devil mascot was leading to devil worship. That's all the whole satanic panic thing, which is fake and was never real and is never was never a thing that people were worshiping the devil. None of that was ever real. It was just Christian conservatives running with rumors and going insane and then people making things up. Like, Mm -hmm. that all comes from the book Michelle Remembers, which I'm sure you don't know about it, but it was about this woman who, this is not a true crime podcast, but just a quick (laughs) rundown of Michelle Remembers for everybody, about a girl, a woman who was seeing a psychiatrist and they were doing repressed memory work and she had all these repressed memories about how she was in a, her parents were devil worshipers, Satan worshipers. And she was as a child participated in all these um, like rites and uh, ceremonies and devil things. And she was abused, sexually abused and physically abused and all this really crazy shit um, that only came up when she was in this, you know, repressed memory work with her psychiatrist. It was all bullshit um, none of it was true. And her and the psychiatrist ended up getting married and like had an affair and got married. And that is completely the most unethical thing you could do. Uh, so, and that's the satanic panic thing kind of came around through all of that. Uh, so all that, like, does having a devil mascot make you worship the devil? I don't know. Does having a lion mascot where the crown is fused into its head make you worship Guillermo del Toro or whatever weird ass shit that is? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All Sorry, right. I went off on a tangent there, but I, you lost me at Murder Podcast. I just, just like John, John just said, don't even get me started on Michelle Remembers. Exactly. <laughs> or the Satan Seller. Don't get me started on the Satan Seller. <laughs> it's all 
bullshit. Speaking of other uh, creepy uh, sports mascots, not murder podcasts. Uh, Notre, okay, hear me out on this one. Notre Dame University, Fighting Irish. Oh, yeah. That's scary. Leprechauns are scary. I'm the leprechaun, right? Like yeah. the leprechaun horror movie? Huh? Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that could be that could be on the list. I agree. That's scary. I, I mean, I mainly know that movie because of Michael My- My- Mike Myers, not Michael Myers. That's, again, a, that's a Freudian Halloween slip. Mike Myers in Wayne's World doing the leprechaun. Uh, I'm the leprechaun and scaring Garth. Yeah. Oh, I know, because you do it to our kids all the time. Yeah, true. The, another one, uh, another demon one, Wake Forest, by the way. Wake Forest are the uh, demon deacons. Yes. Demon deacons. The demon deacons. And the demon deacon, by the way, the mascot does ride in on a motorcycle. Oh, like Ghost Rider? Uh, similar to, but not on flames with a chain. Oh, that would be amazing. Well, because you know the Padres have that weird Padre friar guy that also i think anytime a there's padre? like a religious yes, the of a padre yeah. yeah but anytime there's a religious mascot like a like a padre or a nun or or something like that that's creepy that's scary <laughs> that's like that's like repressed talk about repressed memories that's like a repressed thing and anybody who had a strict religious upbringing you see those robes and you're like, <gasps> just it's just bleh. it's creepy and scary, I think. And I think they know what they're doing and that's why they do that. That's why the Padres have that scary um, thing. And there's another one that's like the Friars. I think a college somewhere has the Friars and that is a creepy mascot too. Is in the robes and it's oh oh a fry I see I thought you were talking about like deep fryers like it was just like a basket <laughs> of like deep fried French fries <laughs> oh my gosh the fryers okay. <laughs> yeah no I got what you're saying you see what I'm saying there I do I do see what yeah. you're saying uh, another one not scary but kind of it could be frightening is uh, the Wichita State Shockers made famous recently by Ted Lasso oh yeah the Woo Shocker yeah yeah that's really just a bunch of corn together i know but the the mascot himself is kind of frightening yes i was gonna say shocking i wasn't gonna let you say it but you did anyway (laughs) sorry to everyone who's listening that he did that um it is scary but i mean it makes sense for the area i think of you know being in kansas and and having a big corn crop around there so it's scary in that the way it looks um and he's kind of got a sneer on his face, which I think anytime mascots have a sneer and they they look more creepy. Yeah, I think so too. I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. Sneers make mascots creepy. Like the Raiders, that's a scary name, but their mascot's not sneering. He's just staring straight ahead. Not sneering makes it way less scary. Okay. But like... The Fighting Irish, or the Woo Shocker, or the, uh, as I said, the Purdue Boilermakers mascot, all kind of sneery. Like, they, you know, they got a problem with you right away, and I haven't even said anything to you. Like, what's your problem? Watch your face. <laughs> Correct your face for a second before you take that tone with me. That's what I have to say to my students. Yeah, that's pretty weird. 
Oh, all right. What else you got? Anything I got mascots nothing. Scare the crap out of you? I, I mean, all mascots scare the crap out of me. If anyone listening has a scary mascot that they would like to share with us, let us know. Come on stage. Tell us about it because... No, I, this is, get it off your chest. We're here to listen. We're here to walk you through. <laughs> we're here to bring up all your repressed memories. <laughs> what scares you and why? We're diving into it tonight. About to how a mascot maybe emotionally abused you as a child. Here's one of my, here's a great question that's been asked on the internet. Can a Christian go to Duke if their mascot is a blue devil? There's weird things on here all the time. I tell you what, there's, there's some weird questions. Here's another great one. Why were people in the seventies and eighties comfortable with sports teams having a devil as a mascot, but they didn't want their kids playing D and D. Is that true? I'm just reading you random weird stuff that pops up when you Google <laughs> devil mascots on the internet. <laughs> God, that's weird. Yeah, I know, right? What are you going to do, though? Yeah. All right, well, well I, 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 I don't have any other ones. I've run, yeah, I've run the gamut of scary mascots that I had. Um Lily's Lily's dropped into the chat the uh, the Penn State Nittany Lion, and also the Tanzanian Devils, St. Louis Major League Baseball. So there's a couple of there from the chat. Would we say the Nittany Lion is scary? I don't know. Is it got a crown fused to its head? It might. I don't think it does. Um, I could see. I mean, lions are scary, but not in a, like a creepy sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. But I mean, it could be, could be. All right then. Well, that about wraps up our episode for tonight. Our go go team sidelines edition. As we've hopefully spooked you or spooked you into the Halloween weekend, uh, giving you some ideas for great mascot uh, costumes. Perhaps, uh, obviously, you can just go as a devil. We discussed that. Uh, or, or don't, because uh, my dad will be very. Or don't, because you'll you. yeah, because Kelly's dad will have have your head. Uh, I think, you know, going as a creepy doll, we, we, we approved that creepy dolls are definitely a scary mascot. Creepy baby uh, dolls. 100%. And if you're looking to wow people with a scary story, hey, check out some of our previous episodes on the Baltimore Ravens or the uh, Illinois Valley High School Grey Ghosts. And you can just bust out a great ghost story or tale for your cohorts this weekend as you go into Halloween or throughout the year, whenever you want to scare somebody. So I uh, hope you enjoyed all those, uh, all those tales, all those renditions. And, um, and out of five gritties, what would, you, what would you grade the scariness of this podcast tonight, Kelly? I'm giving it a five gritty and a belly shake. <laughs> With the belly shake? Yes. Oh, my goodness. By the way, uh, John uh, in the chat just dropped in the curse of the billy goat uh, with the, the cultist overlords there. We didn't even talk about getting into like curses and jinxes. That's going to be a whole other episode, I think. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. We did talk a little bit about the curse of the Billy Goat when I did the history of Wrigley, of Wrigley Field. Field. Yes. And, um, yeah. But yes, thank you, John. That is a good idea. Curses and jinxes and sports um, teams would be yeah. a good. It's, definitely, and it's definitely apt. Yeah. It's definitely apt this time of year because the world series and that's, 
especially in baseball, that's when the ghosts really rear their heads. Um, for any Red Sox and Cubs fan in particular, you know those curses and ghosts all too well. Uh, but they've both shaken them off. They've both been exercised. Nice. Like, like, you like waiting there? Anyways. I do. <laughs> so uh, with that, again, uh, as always, uh, thank you for everyone joining us live on Fireside tonight. We always appreciate having a wonderful audience with us along for the ride. For those listening uh, to a recording of tonight's broadcast on one of the many famous streaming services out there or through the great app here, Fireside, listening to a replay, we greatly appreciate that as well. For those listening on one of the other platforms uh, and listening to recording and you want to join Fireside, we'd love to have you. Send us an email at goteamstories at gmail.com. We'll get you a VIP link and give you directions on how to download the app uh, from the iTunes store or the, yeah, the iTunes store uh, and get you going uh, on the app because we'd love to have you join you, have you join us live on Fireside. As always, don't forget to check out our website, goteamstories.com. Uh, there are some spooky recipes on there right now so you can get our go team cuisine going get yourself a recipe uh, uh you know download uh some of those great recipes gilly's got one for a great drink right now the davy yeah, crockett the davy crockett it's it goes with our tennessee volunteers episode or you i don't keep... know what davy crockett and the tennessee volunteers have to do with one another well you should just set yourself right down and have a listen that's right and a drink with it and of course I can't go one podcast without mentioning the You Ugly Salad uh, recipe. Get your You Ugly Salad perfect for Halloween because You Ugly. And uh, get that recipe off of our website. Go team That stores. is a good but, Halloween one because yeah. it's kind of gross. And you can't, but also like you can't stop eating it. So you would eat it until you threw up. Yes, true. Also, by the way, made turkey tacos last night for my children. They told me that turkey meat looks like brains. So if you want to try to, like, serve brain tacos, apparently just get turkey meat. I don't know what that was about, but throwing it out there for you. Uh, for maybe, we'll, maybe we'll make turkey brain tacos for, for Go Team Stories this weekend. Uh, so don't forget to check out our website. Also, don't forget to follow us on social if you're not already. Uh, go underscore team underscore stories on Instagram or at Go Team Stories on Facebook. You can check that out anytime. Again, as always, we typically are recording live here on Fireside on Tuesdays at 8 and Thursdays at 8. Uh, but the next few weeks, it's it's kind of a, a, a mixed bag, so definitely be checking in to our RSVP calendar uh, under Kelly Albrecht's profile or Josh Albrecht's profile on Fireside for the latest live times coming up. Woo! I just ran through a bunch of stuff. Kelly, you got anything to add? I don't think so. Stay away from mascots. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were yawning. I thought I'd bored you to death. <laughs> no, just a good exhale. Oh, of... <laughs> I hope I can sleep tonight. I'm so spooky. That's right. <laughs> so uh, with that, coming uh, some upcoming episodes uh, waiting for you on Fireside. Uh, we won't have one this Thursday live on Fireside, but we'll be back next week with more, uh, more live shows on Fireside Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Central on Fireside. Again, thanks everybody for joining us. And with all of that being said, Kelly, I think there's only one thing left to say for tonight, and that is... Woo! Go team! <laughs> That's right. Go team. <laughs>